0: yurt so welcome back to another edition of the queen podcast uh we're doing a rare two in a week uh with the surprise hopefully coming at the end of the week uh again things can change but we do feel like we will have a pretty good surprise um but let's talk about the only uh, actually before we get started um, I just want to uh, state I want to officially start a Me page to get Joey's uh, a new laptop just because oh, man. his PC is pretty brutal. Um, and originally, I could have gotten tripped because that was my PC, uh, or at least that was my mic. Joey can attest to this.
1: I always sound robotic whenever we start. He would, uh, he would come into the call that we have to to record, and he'd just sound like he was from Mars.
0: Now, the funny thing is, is that it's only in Skype. If I, if I go to, like, Discord or – okay, Zoom, sometimes it will be that way, but I'll catch it before I go on, like, in a call. But, like, I don't know. Technology's weird, but it's okay because Black mm-hmm. Friday's. it's weird that Black Friday is going to be happening in, uh, like, three weeks. I mean, yeah. Because three weeks is American Thanksgiving, which <laughs> we don't know if it's going to happen.
1: Um, no, cause... Black Friday will still happen. Even oh, here. Cyber – Dude,
0: November 30th, I feel bad for Amazon workers because the shit that people are going to want to order,
1: like, oh my god. From it's that, be... that point until now, or until the end of, like, the year, it's going to be bad.
0: Oh, yeah, and Christmas shopping, I didn't
1: even start Christmas shopping yet. I don't think even, anyone has You're psychotic if you Even started.
0: though, like, to be fair, I still don't think we're going to, like, in Canada, we won't really have a big Christmas, like, normal. Yeah, it's going to suck. I think, which we'll we'll touch on... Uh, so the news that we found out today, because everyone's obviously doing backflips over it. Fair, fair point, because I sort of did that, too. Um, but before we do that, let's talk about one of the only uh, sports that are on track um, with this period of time, despite the pandemic, which is baseball off season. We are, I think, a month out from the winter meetings. I think the winter meetings usually start
1: uh, the... It's the NFL. Official start date for free agency. It's technically already started.
0: Yeah, it technically already started, but the winter meetings are usually what uh, more or less exacerbates the uh, the window for players to sign. Uh, which was funny because from like for like a three year bit sp- like uh, time frame from 2016 to 19. Like you, you, like you and I can attest to this and I'm sure, like, the listeners can attest to this, Uh, MLB free agency sucked because everybody took their sweet time, which, okay, I will say, realistically, if you were looking at it from a business standpoint, it's good that, you know, you aren't rushing into things, you know what you want from both parties, you're weighing out your options. From, like, the athlete and the, like, organizational perspective perfect from an insider and fan perspective oh it sucks. I wanna it's I want to rip terrible. my hair out like the whole uh, uh, Edwin contract uh, debacle from 40 oh, four yeah four winters ago before they just said screw it we're gonna sign Kendra's Morales uh, that one was stressful because I was literally I was in grade 11 at the time. And I remember we had math class, and, like, our math teacher was one of those math teachers that, like, really didn't give a shit. Like, he taught, but then after he taught, he's like, okay, you guys can have a work period, and, like, I'll let you guys do whatever the hell you want. And I had one of the cool teachers that's like, you can listen to music while you friggin', uh, you know, do your work. So I had Fan 590 on in my headphones, because that's all AM radio was talking about. Like, Jeff Blair, uh, I don't know who else. Like, that's all they would talk about is, like, will Edwin sign? He's signing. No, he's not signing. And then when he didn't sign, and he signed with Cleveland, that was, like, I think three weeks after I thought he was going to come back. Um, So, yeah, basically more or less, aside from last year, when everybody saw what free agency could look like in – football and hockey even though this year was kind of slower and in basketball they were like oh yeah let's go ahead and uh, and sign all them big boys now
1: yeah um yeah i guess it was uh, it was a very eventful week i guess you can say cuz MLB free agency did start and the the blue jays made a splash a blockbuster some would call it
0: Oh yeah, apparently there is some talk that uh, some things are ramping up.
1: Well, let's talk. Let's talk about. Do you want to talk about first what's set in stone with uh, Robbie Ray coming back and what that can do?
0: Oh yeah. Um. So I I'll let you go uh, and talk about it first, just because I pretty much I have a mixed feeling about that.
1: All right, so yeah, if you guys didn't know, Robbie Ray signed a one-year uh, deal, it's eight million, I believe, to uh, stay with the Blue Jays for next season. Um, to me, this is a move that is, I'll, I'll have my true feelings on it when I see how the rest of the offseason pans out. If that makes sense. I think it. I think he'd be a great four. Four or five guy, preferably five. Oh, if he's your five guy, you're 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 grooving. But um, yeah, we'll see, because the Blue Jays, the the Blue Jays are expected to spend a lot. They're expected to make a few big splashes in the offseason, not only via not only via free agency. I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of trades and uh, put in there too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It depends on what what else they do to add to that rotation. Because if you can have Robbie Ray as your fourth or fifth guy, I think that's a really good option to have. I'm not mm. a big fan of him being your third guy, but I'd, I don't believe that he'll be the third guy. I think, as as we as reports have said, there's mutual interest with um, Taiwan Walker uh, returning, right?
0: Yeah, um, that's like. It's kind of at the point where we forget that Tanner Rourke is under contract for another season, and oh, I I regretfully see that because I, like, the thing is, and this is what I was kind of alluding to when they signed him, like, I don't know if I uh, vocalized this through our show or not, um, but when Rourke signed the deal, I was like, it's going to be similar to what, uh, obviously not, like, they're going to give up a first-round pick, but it's kind of similar to the Patrick Marlowe deal where you sign him to a deal longer than what you intend to keep him for.
1: Yeah, just so you get him for that one year or whatever.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, what it was is they they weren't expecting to make the playoffs, and I think what it comes to show is that, like, looking at what Rourke makes, I think he's making um, somewhere north of like 12 or 13 million. Yeah, he's making 12. He's going to be making 12 million this year and next season, guaranteed. In my eyes, that's not worth a guy of his caliber anymore. Because, like, yes, he ate innings, but he's not, you know, he's not the guy that was with the Nationals anymore. So, this is where you think. The Jays get creative and you look at teams that need pitching. Um, If you want my two cents, you know, I know I rip on them a lot, but Seattle should take the call. The Angels should take the call. Kansas City, Detroit, like teams that are kind of like not there yet, but they want to take that next step. If anything, the Jays should call. Well, I don't know if the Jays will call the Pirates again after they basically fleece them with the uh, Francisco Laureano deal. (laughs) <laughs> that's still yeah. probably one of my favorite, even though it sucks knowing that that deal kind of went sour because I forget who they got with that deal. It was Reese McGuire. Uh, they got Luriano, and they got another. okay, oh yeah, so he got the Jays basically gave up Drew Hutchinson for Luriano. Harold Ramirez, who is no longer with the team because the Jays traded him. He ended up becoming a free agent. Uh, And then Reese McGuire, who now looks like he is not going to be the team's catcher because Alejandro Kirk is a G. Um, But going back to the whole Ray point, I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. (laughs) I think he's your number four, which I, I think the way the rotation looks next season
1: is... I think in a perfect situation, which we'll get to later, he's a number five. I think that's a, that's a possibility. I
0: well, think. yes, that that definitely is a possibility. It may not and be
1: a big possibility, but it's definitely well,
0: a possibility. Well, we'll get to it because the, the name that we've been talking to, and people have kind of linked this to Toronto is, uh, is a certain pitcher who is very anti-MLB, and I am all for that. Um, but like the thing with Ray, like eight million bucks in the grand scheme of baseball, it's not a whole lot. And he's actually, I think, making yeah, he's making he's taking a pay cut from what he made last year. He made about a little a hair above nine mil last year with the uh, with the Diamondbacks. And like he knows this. And I think the team went to him and they said, listen, we want to contend. You were good with us. We like you, but this is what it's going to cost.
1: It's kind of well like, in that one playoff game. Yeah,
0: and like even though the decision to pull him was kind of a boneheaded one, it didn't end up badly. And like the thing is, is the team, like okay, no one expected Hengen Ryu to friggin' uh, go out
1: and you don't you don't bank on your ace uh, laying, laying an laying egg, a goose egg,
0: mm-hmm. and like. I think the thing is, is that now, like they realize they signed Ryu not to be an ace. They signed him to be kind of like a two-three guy, which that's what he is. That's what he was with the Dodgers. He was the two guy to Clayton Kershaw.
1: Imagine so, your two-three guy uh, still being in the conversation for Cy Young.
0: That is really amazing. The fact that you could have that option, like it's cr- it's crazy to me how you know, spoiled you could get with the right Mm -hmm. moves, Uh, which is funny about uh, him getting a nomination and not a certain uh, Yankees pitcher, but I'll leave that for another day. Uh, The thing that I'm worried about is Pearson, and I'm not worried about Pearson in terms of, like, his velocity's there. His velocity's there. He's got great stuff, as what we've seen. Dude's got to work on his control. He's got to work on his control and he's got to work on his uh, his po- his poise because the thing with him was he was great. He struck out, you know, 16 batters in, in four games. But granted, and people look at that and they're like, oh, well, that's not a really great stat line. But, like, he only played in, you know, what, four or five games? Like, he was battling yeah, injury. Mm-hmm. And the team expected this. They didn't want to start them right away. So now I'm thinking what I'm assuming this organization wants to do is right now with the news that we got about the COVID vaccine uh, reportedly being very effective and the fact that uh, it was Pfizer and Biotech was the company saying that they could get 1.5 billion doses of the vaccine by 2021 – uh well the end of 2021 that could benefit baseball to a t because you just know that you know all of these big sport leagues once it's widely available they're gonna want to pay for their own dosages like let's call it what it is like you just know that rob manfred is gonna fork over a shit ton of money just to say hey look we have this to protect you guys but like you don't need to take it it's not your it's not your decision and like i know like you're not gonna force anybody to take anything, but like I think with proper vaccine usage, if we get a minor league baseball season, Pearson starts in the in the minors, and they have like a depth guy, because like they could also use Ray in the bullpen, which I think might be an option because they don't really have a lot of lefties in their in their bullpen. They have like what they had, uh, Tim Miza towards uh his UCL, they have Baraki. Who looks like he's more likely going to be a reliever now? I I personally would want to roll with two uh with two put pitchers there with two uh, I was
1: I was kind of thinking that I, I can maybe maybe they move Pierce into the bullpen in like a setup role. That's eventually. what I was
0: thinking, and like kind of have like uh like what like Sanchez
1: was th- when he first started with the with the Blue Jays.
0: Yeah, and, like, well, granted, Sanchez was a pitcher to start, then he got hurt, and then Estrada came and took his job, which, like, so... So, I think what... I think we're just going to see... The good thing with this team right now, and that's what I think a lot of people are looking at, this team is very flexible, and that's what this team wants to be. They want to be flexible. They are the gymnasts of MLB. Uh, But, like, they have... Oh, my God, that voice crack. I don't know if you heard it.
1: Um, no, I but, didn't catch it.
0: Okay, uh, I'm hoping that the recording didn't pick it up. Um, but, like, the depth on this team is so good. Like, I'm not going to try and say that it's the best, but, like, look at the projections. Like, this team's got really good depth. And, you know, I think I don't see them really splurging in the free agent market. I think the best that they get is they get Walker back, and then they kind of roll with that. Um, just because I don't like... Shoemaker, I think, has some interest from Boston. Uh, Anderson's not coming back. I don't think you bring back Rourke. So, you know, like, they have guys that are kind of, like, intermittent, like, depth starter, mid-relief guys. Like, you know, they have, like, Anthony Kay, um, Ross Stripling, people forget, is still there.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's good I, to I, have I those
1: players, too, because injuries happen.
0: Exactly, and, like, the this team was riddled to hell with injury oh my god are you kidding me like the amount of injuries that they had and i think that's what we're noticing is that this team wants to load up and have as much depth as possible and in reality
1: they don't want want injuries to be an excuse for them
0: exactly and i think like if you look at like the pitchers that they're losing there's no okay ken giles sucks especially because he only pitched like four innings and now he's gonna have tommy john surgery that one sucks um
1: Like I really Sam, like Giles. Like, who else? Right? I'm like, a big Ken Giles guy.
0: Oh, yeah. I wanted him extended, but unfortunately, you know, Tommy John sucks. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you look at other guys that they have. Like, okay, they're losing who else? They're losing, okay, Anderson, not a huge loss. Shoemaker, that one kind of sucks just because of how good he was uh, when healthy. But,
1: but he, he's he's someone that's replaceable, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, they're losing Anthony, Fa- or not Anthony, Fa- Wilmer Font. I was looking at Anthony Bass, and I got the name confused. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're also losing Bass. Um, Like, Gavilio. like, not not a lot of names there that, like, I look and I go, oh, no, they lost that guy. It's like, this is the perfect situation. Even if they didn't make the playoffs, they're in a perfect situation right now.
1: Because they... they, they, Contrary to popular belief, they have money that just... Rodgers is being a little cheap about but if Rogers decides to open up their pockets a bit this if team any, can be a competitor
0: I'm so pissed off at the fact that Rogers doesn't want to spend money because look at like okay they have the ability Like, they, did they not see how good 15-16 were did they not realize mm-hmm. that when baseball is a huge thing in this city people pay attention to it like
1: more people just, will watch Rogers Sportsnet because they show yeah. the Blue Jays game and that means more money into roger's pockets
0: and another thing with that which i think we need to to stress is this team could be the raptors of 2019 and a couple in at least two years i think in two years i could see them contend and maybe i don't i don't want to say win legitimately the team. yeah like they're they could be there and that's what i want them to be can they be that absolutely you know and the and the thing about it that I, that I, People forget is if you go back to two thousand, like the nineties, when you know Alomar and uh, Carter were here. Like Roberto Alomar, when he was a J, he made peanuts. Like, yeah. uh, like looking at it right now, he made less than three million dollars in ninety two, and less than five million dollars in ninety three. Like the fact is, is that. The 90s, you know, Jays were. Okay, granted, they were small ball. Well, actually, no, they weren't small ball, but, like, they had a lot of cheap contracts here. Looking at this team right now, like, okay, okay, they're going to lose Travis Shaw. Big whoop. Sorry, but, like, Shaw's replaceable. He's not He's no longer
1: the mayor of uh, Ding, Ding Dong, Dong, Dong City. City. I love how he said it at the same
0: time. Um. Oh, and speaking of uh, baseball, I just got a notification that the Dodgers now have a total of 15 COVID cases among the team. So, yay! Good job, good job, MLB. Um. But anyway, so like, yeah, out of the batting lineup, they're only losing Shaw. Okay, they're losing Shaw and VR. I can see them bringing back Ponic. He was big in the second half. Maybe uh,
1: VR as like a bench utility guy, but I don't know. Uh, I don't he think want, he'll be too he, expensive he wants money. either. He
0: wants money. He wants money. Um, uh, Drury's hitting free agency. Hey, oh. didn't work out. That kind of sucks. Derek Fisher better hit free agency, which like he's one of those players that I feel bad for, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're you you're expected to do things. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see Jonathan Davis being their fourth outfield. Do outfielder. something. Well, here's here's what I I, I want to bring up, and I know we're we we're we're gonna talk about another name uh that i mentioned that we mentioned before and and trevor bauer um but i don't know if you got the notification but there are reports that the jays are interested in jackie bradley jr Mm -hmm. and also a name of george springer so i don't i don't think you need to be a genius to look at the two and say which one you would rather have
1: um obviously springer
0: yeah, like, I'd rather have the guy that hits 270 and, like, kills baseballs. And is yeah. also, I think, younger. Actually, no, he, okay, he's a year old. Okay, he's, yeah, he's a year older. He was born I mean, in- I'd
1: take Jackie Bradley Jr., too. Don't get me wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: like, he's not... Uh, yeah.
0: To me, if I think they get one... If their report's coming out that they're looking at outfielders, even though it's not official, I think Randall Gritchick's gone. And I think it's one of those things where I don't want to – like it's like one of those things where I don't hate the player, but he makes too much money. Yeah. He is – I don't know. Give me a – You're going to have to throw in a
1: prospect though to get get rid of him.
0: Maybe not though because like – again, this is what I think – you know, teams need to realize is that, you know, you can send guys to teams that are not as good for, you know, a pretty low sum in return, Um, you know, stuff stuff like that, you know, and I think, like, you look at some of the teams that were, I don't want to be mean, but horse shits. Like they're gonna be some guys that want to take contracts like that. Like you can't mm-hmm. tell me you look at the Tigers' L field and say they wouldn't want a Randall Grichuk.
1: Like no, they're they, top. I hit- think they they take a they take a Randall Grichuk. Yeah, like Grichuk's not really player. a bad player too. I think he gets a lot of hate.
0: He's not, but he's just very yeah.
1: spotty. Yeah, he's
0: very spotty. Which on a playoff team you don't want a spotty hitter. Now, granted, the mm-hmm. Yankees have like three or four spotty hitters. Come at me, jerks but it's true, you know, Aaron yeah. Judge is not a consistent hitter all the time, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with uh, with with Stanton, you know, Torres was not that great this season, you know what I mean, like, that's kind of what I think, now, speaking of the, okay, we'll come back to the Yankees in a second, because there was uh, an article that I want to pull up here uh, in a minute, but if you say they get Jackie Bradley Jr. or George Springer. Do they maybe trade Gurriel for a quality starter or do you think Grichuk's gone?
1: I think Grichuk's gone. I don't think I mean Gurriel was up for gold glove, no. Like I don't think that's a player. That that's a player that I think they want for the next few years at least. I don't see them wanting to part ways with him. Uh yeah, Grichuk I think it's just they're going to try to trade that contract away to make more room to sign either one of those um, center fielders that you mentioned, Springer or Jackie Bradley Jr., or even to add to their rotation, just because of like those lingering rumors that there's at least some interest from Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And there's also uh, that one report that came out Last week, that the Blue Jays are going to be in on, on DJ LeMayhew? That was what I was alluding to, and I'm glad that you,
0: you brought that up. Um, so on MLBTradeRumors.com, which was my best friend a long time ago, um, they, uh, I don't know, who, okay, uh, Tim Dierks, like I said his name wrong, but anyway. Um, so they put out the top 50 free agents and the best possible situation of where they're gonna go, so he put DJ LeMahieu to the Blue Jays four years, sixty-eight million dollars. And he's if, you, 31. if you, yeah, he's thirty-one. So if you're not a math wizard, uh, which I totally am not, that's about seventeen million a year. Which we'll we'll come back to that. And they also predicted, which I don't,
1: I don't hate that for if LeMahieu can stay as productive as, as he's been the last couple seasons. Seventeen million? I don't hate that.
0: And the other deal that they said was uh Jake Orderizzi at three years at thirty nine million dollars, which is again a fair contract. Yeah. Because again, thirty nine, you know, that's that's thirteen million. You're paying you could pay a, a, a number two, number three guy thirteen million. And I know Orderizi mm-hmm. kinda stunk in twenty twenty, but let's face it, everybody stunk in twenty twenty. You know what I mean? Like if you were great, you were elite. If you stunk, this year was a write off. Who cares, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's what I I really am kind of seeing here. And I think that's what teams are starting to realize, especially for teams that that struggled. Um so with LeMayhew, I'm wondering and I know you'll and I'll and also Let's bring up Francisco Lindor while we're at it because uh, the uh, Indians want to trade Lindor before opening day. Um, First of all, do you think that the team has any assets to contend for a trade or do they just go after him when he's on the market?
1: I think they do just because they got like if the Blue Jays especially want to like compete now they'll go into that prospect pool, which is still like better than a lot of other teams in baseball and trade away some of those to get a player like Lindor. Yeah. like That's that's what it comes down to. If they think that they can, they think they, if they get him, if that, they think that's what would put them over the top to be a world series contender. I have no issues with them. I don't think they'd have a problem either of going into that prospect pool because that's, that's probably what the Indians would be looking for. When you trade a player like Lindor, it means that you're heading towards a rebuild.
0: Yeah, and like the thing is is with I don't know what that team is, dude. Like, you mm-hmm. how does a team with Jose Ramirez, who's one of in my opinion, the top five third baseman in all of baseball, get to the point where it's like, Okay,
1: you're you're basically gonna you know, shut so, the bet, more or less, right? Like, so, so, just, just a question then: If the Blue Jays, let's say the Blue Jays do get one of Lemayhew or Lindor, where, how does that infield start to shape up? Because you have Vlad at first, I guess you move. Well, Lindor, one of what Do you move Bichette? To third? Or in, or yeah. like out? No, I think because Lindor is shortstop. All I right? think
0: if you're going to move one of uh, Biggio or uh, Biggio or Bichette to third, I move Bichette in a heartbeat. I love Biggio. If you want to put him in right field, great. Uh, I would not put him in, in third base. Like, sorry, I don't like that. At all. So you
1: put Biggio in the I, field, then that I, means that.
0: Oh yeah, I put, put Biggio. Or you know what? I think this is. So where that would make. The, but this is where the DH really comes in handy because this team could, you know, th- you could throw Teles DHing one night, and then you could have Lindor DHing another night. Like you know what I mean? Like.
1: You can also it's... have Vladdy DHing. You can have. <laughs> You can have even Vigio can be a DH some nights too, but like, but let's say you do move Vigio into the outfield, does that make is that when Guriel Jr. becomes expendable?
0: That's kind of my conflicting argument, right? And that's why yeah you know, I looked at Guriel and I was like I don't want to see this guy go because he is great defensively, he's one of the best bats in the in their mm-hmm. their lineup. But you also have to look at like addition from subtraction like would you rather have a yeah. uh, elite starting pitching or would you rather have a
1: lead outfield I'd
0: rather have unless
1: pitching. unless you move on from from uh, Gritchuk, whether you get Springer one of Springer or Bradley jr or not you move on from him do you trust putting one of Gurriel jr? or T. Oscar Hernandez in center field just so you can keep those bats and that defense just so you can keep them in the lineup.
0: Uh maybe, and I think it also comes down to if they are in on one or both of these outfielders. If they get one of them, then their outfield's going to change. But I think and I think it might because their outfield uh, depth is very low because I mean like Anthony Alford left uh, Jonathan Davis is kind of no longer considered uh, a prospect. Um, Billy McKinney, people forget about him,
1: I um, yeah, did.
0: I wouldn't necessarily Body. put him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and like the thing is, is that I would argue maybe they they spend the majority of their time, um, you know, maybe trying to get a plethora of draft picks for outfielders because they didn't. Really, I don't think they really addressed that. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, Boston even Mark
1: the is, thing is the way the outfield stands now. I don't hate it even now.
0: Exactly right, and like that's why I saw like Springer or JVJ. Like I don't know if that fits what they want. So that's why. Yeah, like, like, like
1: I would. Yeah, like personally, I'd rather spend the money on getting the starting pitching. Like, <laughs> quote unquote. Oh, I want Trevor Bauer so badly. Oh my god.
0: If if you can get a Trevor Bauer. If I'm Trevor Bauer, okay? First of all, I'd love my life because all eyes would be on me in free agency. Second of all, why not go to bait? Why not go and play with the Jays? It's a familiarity
1: with the management.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the management that drafted him, developed him. He had
1: drafted by the Diamondbacks, no?
0: Oh, okay. But yeah, like, this is the organization that taught him what he knows. And, like, I know people are going to say, like, no, like, the manager and the pitching coach taught him that. And it's just like, who do you think brought in those two guys? You know, Mm -hmm. the current regime right now. I'm not saying they're going to do it again. As much as I would love Terry Francona, he should definitely. If I had to pick any manager right now, I would love to have Terry Francona or Kevin Cash. Side note, can we just talk about uh, the uh, Coach of the Year being such a joke of an award based on the AL nominees? I
1: was shocked that Montoya so, got, got
0: nominated. So you have, you have Rick Renteria, who got fired. You have Kevin Cash, who made one of the worst decisions since leaving Pedro in the game. And then you got Charlie Montoya because, eh, he made the playoffs.
1: He, made, he brought a young team to the playoffs who didn't have a home, which, granted, deserves a lot of credit. Is it kind of oh. like uh,
0: what what G- it's like every uh, hockey coach who gets their team to the playoffs like surprisingly doesn't get fired and then gets their team to the playoffs next year? So like uh, Jared Bednar with the with the Avs mm-hmm. I think was given a couple he was given a nomination in 2018. Yeah.
1: Um I'm Trying to think. It gives who's... it gives me um, uh, Dwayne Casey vibes.
0: Yeah, literally, it's like I bet you any money he's gonna win it, and uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be literally insane. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh yeah. Anyways, just a quick quick side note before we get back to Blue Jays free agency talk. White Sox are dumb. Okay. Anyways, um, that's all I wanted to say. Um, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, wow, well, I just completely lost my train of thought. Um. So yeah, anyways, I'd much rather see the Blue Jays spend their money because even there's like even if they don't make a move at second base, even if they don't get Lemahieu or try to make a trade for um, for Lindor, I still don't hate that infield the way it is. I mean, third exactly. base is a bit it's a bit of an issue, but like you can you can fill that mm-hmm. and and like I if you if you can like spend your money. And have like an elite starting rotation. That's what that's your bread and butter. Like, you, who cares?
0: Exactly. And I think that's where the organization is right now. They realize that they're so, they're in such good standing that it's like, dude, they're, they're fine. You know, like they're, what would
1: I, what would I, would I want and an elite bullpen, an elite starting rotation, an elite infield, and an elite outfield. Of course I would, but like, that's just not realistic.
0: There's no team right now you could tell me that has the best team roster put together. And I know the Dodgers would be put in that category, but, like, they're losing a lot of their players, you know?
1: Yeah. So that's, like, like, kind
0: of at that point, you know? Like, that's where I I stand. Even
1: if – could you imagine a – in Toronto, a rotation of Bauer, Ryu, Walker – Pearson and uh, and who cares at five?
0: It's literally at a point where honestly, like I don't want to say to give this team a pass because every single team that I give a pass to does something incredibly stupid, um, or not incredibly stupid but very, you know, unwise. Let's let's leave it at that, um. But, like, there's still obviously so much to do in regards to, you know, thing, in regards to the whole free agency period. And I'm going to be very surprised if the Jays land a big fish like a, um, you know, when a big fish, like a Bauer, like a Lemahieu. Like I would be so down for that, but again, I'm like, not
1: a hundred percent in on LeMayhew just because of not necessarily his age, but the fact of um, but the fact that he's just come out of nowhere over the last two seasons when before he was just kind of like a guy. Like, is it is he, is it just lightning in a bottle or? Or is he like really legit? I don't want to, I don't want to have to pay him to find out.
0: I think LeMayhew's legit though, just because. Oh, <laughs> so uh, before we kind of get off of baseball, I apparently just opened up a Jeff Passan tweet saying that uh, new uh, White Sox manager Tony La Russa, was suspended of a DUI back in February, and was charged nice. with it the day before. He was hired by the White Sox. Yep, that's <laughs> uh that that that's fun stuff.
1: Fun stuff. That's very fun. Yep.
0: Um, let's. Hmm. What else is there to talk about? Uh, I know baseball is gonna start on time regardless of, you know, COVID, because we already know that it's gonna be like, oh, you know, uh. You know, it doesn't matter if people are going to get sick. Look, we had half of our te- – or a quarter of our teams get sick, and they still made the playoffs. And it's just like, no, dude. Read the room. Like, come on. Um, Let's talk about hockey being stupid. Or not stupid. Let's talk about the fact that the NHL is the only pro sport league to not have a start date for next season. Because – I
1: was um, expecting them to uh – just uh do whatever the NBA' is doing
0: I honestly like like here's the thing with hockey it's so difficult because it's like okay we're gonna start January we're gonna start in late December then we're gonna start January first then we hear February first then they were gonna say start late January then they were gonna start you know with thir- with you know forty eight games instead of eighty two. Uh, you know, we're going to go and do this. We're going to have an all-Canadian division. Like, there's so much uncertainty with it right now. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, with, with stuff that's going on with COVID, like in Canada, uh, whatnot, like, I get that they don't want to make any concrete, like, this is going to happen on this day at this time, and then it gets pushed back. Like, I understand, you know, the, the cautiousness – cautiousness uh, – but the caution of not putting a hard start date in. But, like, dude, everybody else did. And I, I don't I don't mean to be, like, peer pressure and be like, oh, you have to now because, you know, your, your friends, Billy and Jimmy, mm-hmm. they both did it. And Billy and Jimmy yeah. would be, I don't know, pick your poison between the AHL and, and the NHL. But, like, in my opinion, I would argue – and this may be a little unpopular – the All Star game was supposed to start the end of January. Start then. Start at the end of January, then you get all of February, all of March, all of April. You could probably do the trade deadline in April. May, you know, playoffs for June, you finish maybe early July.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's,
0: and that's again, we still don't know the, the quantity of games that are going to be played. Like, is it going to be 48? Is it going to be 82? Think, oh, it it's so frustrating
1: 60? with the NHL, too. It's like they already have a template from, like, not too long ago with the 2013 season that they can, like, use as, like, uh, a like, –
0: uh, like But then it's also, a, like, you a, look at
1: – As, like, an outline. Like, they can use that as an example and just, like, work backwards kind of thing.
0: It's also kind of like a thing where – I may be just assuming right now. I don't think Gary Bettman wants to lose any more money because I don't know if anybody heard. I think we talked about this before. I'm probably beating a dead horse, but like literally everyone that uh, um, everyone that reported the uh, the bubble in in uh, in baseball apparently it cost the NHL. And I'm not joking, like 85 to 90 million dollars just to operate it, and that was for like what two to three months. And yeah. I know, and I'm not trying to say like bubbles are the solution to everything, which is kind of funny because I don't know if you heard uh, the Quebec Major Junior League is uh, basically allowing uh, or allowing a temporary bubble with its players because Quebec realized that uh, oh shit. We our COVID thing isn't under control. Like yeah. this is this is really, it's really weird. And like the thing is, is in my opinion, and this is just me, start the bloody, uh, season in late January. Yeah, you're gonna have no All Star game. Boohoo, no one watched it anyway. Yeah, you're gonna have to like postpone, like the trade deadline and you know, all of this other stuff. But, you know, do you want to do that or?
1: I mean, I yeah, guess. like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're still going to have the trade deadline and they still going to get you some ratings and stuff and you're still going to have, like, free agency if, if it's just, like, a little bit later.
0: To me, I think what's going to happen is, and, and I know, like, here here's what I think is going to happen, okay? It's going to be either a 8 8 82 or 60 game season. That's what it's going to be. And then afterwards, it's going to go all the way until... If it starts in... If it starts in January, then you go until probably... uh, You go probably until... Like, May, you have the playoffs, June, July. August is your offseason and draft. Then you maybe have the preseason in late September. But, like, then you're kind of rushing things, right? Because you'd have to put more breaks in for the players.
1: Yeah. Um, I was hearing grumblings of if the NHL started in January, they can still fit in an 82-game season with three games a week. Was it three or four games a week? Uh, was, I don't know. Like, I'm I think gonna it was four. Yeah. Oh, okay. like, uh, well,
0: You say three. I, or I'll say three, you say four. That way one of us will be right.
1: Okay, sure. But even then, like, that just like like, going for that long, playing that much hockey, it's going to lead to so many injuries and just like the quality is just going to get diminished. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I don't think there is a way for like, If they want to keep the product on ice like up to its standard, I don't think there's a way for them to have the 82 game season and they're going to have to settle for like a 60 game season or something like that. Like they're just, just going to have to, and I don't mind it.
0: Cause you just know that the Leafs are going to win in a friggin' 60 game season, right? I'm okay. delusional. I'm delusional. Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's very touch and go. I don't know exactly what's going to happen <laughs> right now. Um, I can tell you, I honestly, I'm at a point where I'm kind of missing hockey and like not even missing hockey. Like I'm missing the whole entire, like feel of like coming home and then just like turning on TSN after dinner.
1: And like for me, other than on Sundays when I get to watch my city, uh, soccer in the morning and football in the afternoon. Other than that day, it just feels like the beginning of the pandemic again, when there's just like no sports on, and you're just like, oh, what would I do?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's getting to the Those point few where... months,
1: those few months when the NBA and NHL were back, that was a lot to take in, and with it baseball was. too, it was fun.
0: It was exactly, and like I think it's also kind of a blessing in disguise that Canada did not have any uh, teams win any championships just because like
1: you well, know Ontario at least.
0: Okay, yeah, Ontario, yeah. Cuz like everywhere else Drug there was there wasn't much else. Mhm. You know with that in mind. Um but yeah, it's really I don't know, it's just a lot to you know dissect just because like a lot of the stuff again is very uh, you know, fictitious and, you know, nothing's concrete right now. Um, I honestly did not even know when NBA Free Agency was going to open up, which I think it's going to open up. I don't gonna think
1: there is up. a set date yet.
0: I think they you said think? the 20th because I think the draft is the 14th, 14-15, and then they have, like, the little week. I don't know. I'm kind of – I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some research because I'm hoping that our guest uh, next week – is, uh, you know, I don't want to look like a freaking goof like Mike the last week, and I was just like messing up the website first thing. I actually did yeah. not mess, I did not mess, it. okay, I'm going to jinx it, never mind, I'm not going to finish that whole sentence, just because
1: I, I knew where that I was already, going, it was I already in, there, know. in my head,
0: in my head, I'm like, you sure
1: you want to say that?
0: Not going to say it, so close to saying it, but not going to say it. No, sir. No. Yeah. Like that, that's not in the cards today. Just like how apparently Fred VanVleet going to the Knicks is in the cards. I mean, you can you can chime in on that.
1: What was that point?
0: uh Fr- Fred VanVleet going to the Knicks.
1: I can definitely see it. He's, he he's going to go to some bad team who will offer him the max contract. I have a feeling.
0: I also kind of want to know who the Raptors are going to take in the draft because they pick, like, 28th. And, yeah. dude, like, I don't even know if they even want that pick. I wouldn't be surprised if that pick goes. But, like, the thing yeah. is, is that well, also... Yeah, this, I wouldn't
1: be surprised either. Like, this like, that the, the 28th pick isn't that valuable, though. So I think, at the same time, depends what you're getting back, but I think you're better off just keeping it and see what you get out of this prospect. Since the Raptors are really good at developing their their uh, their late round picks, like as you saw with Siakam and like Ananobi.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like it's getting to the point where, you know, we're gonna see obviously, um, like and the thing is, is like I don't think Masai's known to trade any draft any picks at the draft, so like I think it's just gonna be really quiet, and then Masai's just gonna be like, boom, bitch. Big signing, and then we're just gonna be like, oh, okay, what else? I
1: don't That's think it. anything too big. Like we'll talk more about this next week with our expected guest. But yes, um, yeah, like I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see the Raptors doing anything too big this season, just because the overall free agent class is not that. I think it's not that strong compared to what twenty twenty one has in store. Or I potentially think, has in store.
0: To be honest, like with uh with what's gonna happen, I honestly think that they're gonna have a bigger trade deadline. Which they obviously should because you know the fact is is that they're um mm-hmm. You know that they're gonna probably be in a position, right? Like,
1: yeah, like, they they definitely still think like I think the the Raptors are in a really good situation to kind of rebuild without rebuilding, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that's their if they were to go in either direction, they'd be kind of in a good situation, and I think that's what Masai wants to avoid. Like they're
1: able to kind of. They'd be able to rebuild, rebuild the while they still remain competitive. Exactly, yeah. Which is you, executive of the year, if you can do that. Like imagine if the Leafs were able to rebuild on the fly like that. Technically we did.
0: I mean, okay, we didn't rebuild on the fly. But yeah, so. the, yeah,
1: the third the third go at the rebuild.
0: Yeah, cause like I, I don't even. It took them three years after 2004, like three decades almost. No, not. What up? No, okay, there, there's made, the, there's the thing like, that I'm messing the, up. Three, three half decades.
1: They were good in the early 2000s, 2004, and they sucked. The, the like, okay, dro- rebuild. The drop off. The drop off
0: I think the, happened in in 07, to be honest.
1: No, like 04, they're like whatever. They were good, and then there was the lockout. That was us. And then they were like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, because then that's when the cap got implemented, right? Or was that before? Yes. Yeah. Let's see, big market team—that's—that's that's, going to happen. You're going to struggle when you can't spend all the money. I mean, Let's not have a conversation about the salary cap in the NHL because it makes me upset. Um, but yeah. So and then they decided. There's that one attempt at a rebuild and they decided we're gonna spend a bunch of money on Jason Blake, <laughs> which like God bless Jason Blake, but like dear God man like yeah it didn't help. And then, uh yeah it was rough rough years. It's not like the 2 gotten any better, but.
0: I mean, let's be honest, I would rather be in the situation we're in right now than the situation we were in
1: five years ago. Oh.
0: The, the sure. best is just the bestest, painful. Like, the best is like, you know, like the, the joke where it's like, so where do you see yourself in ten years? And then like there's like the Leafs fans that's just like, God,
1: I don't wanna look back. The Leafs fans where do you see yourself in ten years? Leafs fans right now. In Spain, but the S is silent.
0: That's that's literally going to be the be all end all for that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I honestly, I'm, I'm so, I'm so at a, at a loss for, with the way that things are going right now, Mm -hmm. like, I honestly, I miss the days when I could just go and, uh, you know, sit at my computer in class and just, you know, during my break, let's be honest, not just during my break. Uh, just looking During at class. Yeah. That's kinda where I'm where
1: I'm at right now. What but I like, miss is oh. my friends and I used to go before COVID, obviously. We used to go to a I place near my house called All Stars Wings. Oh
0: yeah. All, oh yeah, All Star Wings is uh and,
1: I got one five minutes from my house. Oh nice. So, yeah, we would go there. I want to say, on average, if you averaged it out, maybe two times a week. And we'd just be like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Nothing. Want to go? Want to go to All Stars? Have some wings? Have some beer? Watch the Leafs what, game? Yeah, what, let's do it. What, what I like, miss. Literally twice a week.
0: What I miss is. uh. What's it? Uh, no, I don't like that. Uh, what I miss about this is me. Uh, when my friend was back in town, uh, whenever he's usually back in town, he'd have a call. Uh, he'd have the the car, and then he'd just be uh, he'd just like text me, being like, "What are you doing?" And then like with my last name, he'll just be like, "Spaghetti, let's rock," and I'm just like, "Okay." And then like we'll be done eating somewhere, and it'll be like eleven at night, and he's just like McDonald's, and I'm just like,
1: "Yes, yes."
0: And then the best is, uh, well, Canadian, mainly Ontarians, uh, Torontonians will understand this. Uh, there's always that one McDonald's in your area that you just you don't want to go to, but you end up going to anyway. And I live in a good little place in the, in the, in the context of, you know, uh, what's the best way to describe it? All three are very cracky and sketchy all 3 that are very close to my house because there's the one with like the people that you know and you don't want to see the people that you know uh there's the one with all of the interesting characters if you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh and then there's the one that's just like it's nothing too bad but you just don't like it. they games. always
1: get your order wrong
0: No they're usually okay like there's the one there's one close to my house uh I can't remember exact which one it is off the top of my head, but, like, it, there was, like, a nice manager there. Like, sh-
1: yeah.
0: she was a nice lady.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, why does she have to suffer, man? Like, jeez.
1: It's right. Yeah.
0: It's really, uh... It's really strange right now. Like, I don't really know what the... I just miss, like, going on, like, random drives, like, through the, like, towns, cities,
1: You know what's going to suck? Me being in Woodbridge. What? The Euro Cup next year, if this is oh, still a thing. Oh, my God, dude. If, Euros, if the Euro Cup is still a thing, I'm not going to be able to hear all these cars honking and people running in the streets with their... Their Italian flags.
0: Good old Market going Lane. To market
1: Lane and just uh, and just going nuts. I mean, it probably uh, who am I kidding? It's still gonna happen. But yeah,
0: good old Market Lane, man. Mm-hmm. Freaking love that place. Like I don't even. That know. was
1: that, that was the spot in uh, in Woodbridge, by the way, for when the Raptors.
0: We don't we don't have a spot. Our spot is like. Uh, Richmond Green.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: Uh, It's a park that is close to a uh, fire department place. Oh, nice. And my cousin just sent me the friggin' La Rosa news as if I didn't know before him. (laughs) Like, dude, buddy. You always have that one
1: friend who sends you news like 20 minutes after it happens thinking that they're breaking it to you. Everyone has that one friend.
0: Yeah, literally. It's like, and in this case, it's my cousin, and I'm just like, dude, like, I, I, I'm on Twitter more than you. Mm-hmm. The only thing that he broke to me was uh, uh, the Stephen A. he showed me the Stephen A. Smith bit where uh, he would scream about how the players wouldn't last in the bubble because there's no females there. Because, you know, that's what matters, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right, lads? Yeah. I don't know why I said
1: lads. <laughs> lads is a good word. Anyways. Anything else you want to hit on? Uh no, I think we pretty much got
0: everything uh
1: not much going on in the sports world right now, unfortunately. In the yeah. Toronto sports world that is.
0: Yeah, I mean like there's still a couple things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still a lot to unpack. Like I just don't know again what's gonna happen. And I just I st- why don't they broadcast esports, man? Like
1: I what if I was gonna be on T V? Uh I, you, I think you I don't know if they do it on the zone because I have the zone. But I don't think they, the zone. they broadcast it on the zone. Anyways. Wanna wanna close things out?
0: Sure. All righty. At Q underscore City Roundup is where you find us doing the fun stuff and posting our episodes and stuffs. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on Friday hopefully with uh, a very special guest. Uh, and a watch me watch me and, jo- a little, a little, watch me and Joey. Watch me and Joey be like, you see. We can't uh we can't go there. You know, we gotta we gotta reschedule. But like yeah, I, I don't of know.
1: course. hmm
0: Who knows what the hell is gonna happen? Yeah.
1: Anyways I, th-
0: I think we'll be good. Yep, anyway, y'all take care, have a good one. Stay safe, wear a mask, don't do anything incredibly stupid. And uh yeah. Just uh just do that fun stuff.
1: Enjoy the nice weather.
0: It's beautiful. I mean, world. like it's only gonna be that nice weather for like a couple more days. Another, three, another, another
1: few coming. days, but enjoy it while you can. I mean, 10 degrees. I got is a round bad. of, I got a round of golf in today. It was beautiful. I really wish I could go golf.
0: I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Oh, with it's that. the most
1: frustrating thing you will ever want to encounter.
0: I went mini life. golfing and then I
1: just no, that doesn't s- count.
0: Okay, fine. Real, uh, yeah, real golfing at a driving range. I suck. I'm actual horse garbage. Uh, so to we tell quote, you to try
1: a course to one par- day, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. And then you see the, the, the lady driving the beer cart come. And it's just like, it's like you hear like the heaven's angels start singing. And then it's just like, oh, cool. Well, this isn't that bad. And then you end up enjoying yourself.
0: hmm I mean, ain't no more golf for the next little bit, so thank God.
1: Ooh, the Masters starts soon.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Where are the masters supposed to go in like April?
1: Yeah, there was in April, but COVID. Also underrated to watch is golf. Anyways, we've already said our goodbyes. I feel like this is that time when we're overstaying the welcome.
0: Yeah, basically. I mean, I don't okay. know. Take care, we're, have a good like week. Like I said, yeah, there's Wear your stuff. mask. Yes, wear your mask. Socially distant,
1: and uh, Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. see y'all.